somewhat. It did. Welcome, everyone, to Excitement Incorporated. I'm Daniel. I'm Rich. This is a nerd-centric podcast where we try to tell you about the things we did and what we think of them. Sometimes it's really old games. Sometimes it's really new games. But if you really liked that jingle, well, why don't you go over to uh, patreon.com slash excitementinc and uh, pitch in some money because, well, right now we only have hosting for one show called Excitement Inc., but we could split that up between movies and TVs and uh, games so that you get to hear that 8-bit version more often because we will do a game-centric Excitement Inc. Yes, we will. On its own. Yes. Help us with our keywords. But hosting is expensive. And uh, for now, we got to keep the shows together. So head on over to patreon.com slash excitement inc. Show us some love there uh, at whatever tier you so feel like it. And, um, you know, maybe you'll be in a higher class than other people when you go in and give us that extra $2 for the big shot tier. You'll see what I'm talking about when you get there. Go ahead. Thanks a lot, Rich. You want to be a big shot. Rich. Go ahead and give it a shot. You had to be a big shot. So the reason we're doing video games only this episode is because we had a lot to catch up on last time. Um, There was a pandemic. We tried to do episodes during the pandemic. Didn't go well. And so it was just another large hiatus in between our barely online pandemic episodes. So last episode, purely movies and TV, because why? It took us an hour and a half to get through all of the fucking TV and movies we saw and wanted to talk about. It was a lot. It was a lot. So we put it off. Until next week, which is this week, and now we're going to catch up on all the video games we played since the last episode of Excitement Inc., which was in the middle of uh, the pandemic and probably on a podcast that wasn't well uh, recorded thanks to internet connections and uh, editing that was probably lackluster because it was a pandemic. That too. And I didn't even, I wasn't even in my A game when we were doing it long distance. In no way. There's something about being in this room that is just magic. Yes. Magic for The us. magic of yes. the burn of dicks. So, video games specifically. Yes. Rich, tell us what your video game experience has been like. Well, since last we spoke of video games, my wife experienced the wonder, the magic, the technology that is PlayStation VR. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, because you, you came over. We were like, put this shit on right now. We were like, try this. Try it. And then after everyone's fun of watching me simulate being a surgeon, my wife and I departed your place, and mm-hmm. she immediately started Googling PlayStation VR, where available. This is the power of fucking VR, folks, is when you show it. This is why every time I have a friend over, I force them into fucking VR. It's only happened at one party, and those people are not invited back over. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> it's only happened once where I could not get people to put on the fucking VR helmet. And um, I'm just kidding. You guys are welcome yeah. back whenever you you know who you are, <laughs> fuckers. And they uh, – I try to get everyone to try out the VR because people don't realize it's not fucking gimmicky. And you guys came over, and you always knew this because I was telling you, but Christy never felt the need to push the issue with her because she doesn't really play games. Right. So we started putting you guys in it, and you know VR works when your non-gamer girlfriend needs to have it as soon as fucking possible. Yes. That is the power of VR. Yes. So, now I have a PlayStation VR. You do, yes. <laughs> and while I have played all the way through the available map for Tetris Effect, because Tetris is my fucking jam. And that game is the fucking shit. It's awesome. I started playing Iron Man. In VR. VR. Yes. 
And How did that go? It did, that did not go well when you played it at my place. Oh, I fell over. Yeah. I fell over here. You did. I was. I went through the tutorial of, hey, this is how you fly around. This is you. how you punch a ground. Okay. This is how you launch your missiles. This is how you do this. This mm-hmm. is how you do mm-hmm. that. This mm-hmm. is how you fuck a wiffle ball bat. Anyway, this is... <laughs> so I played my way through the tutorial, and I'm flying around, and I'm flying through the rings and had severe flashbacks to Superman 64... Because I had to fly through fucking rings again. (laughs) Fly through all the rings. And I'm like, okay, there's Pepper. I'm going to go and land. And I go and I land and I fell over. (laughs) Because when I landed, I kind of went. And I just went. Did not stop me from continuing to play the game. Yeah. I haven't gotten much further. But you played it. But I have played it. Flying around as Iron Man is something else. It's... Joe beat the game. I haven't really gotten to start it um, in its entirety yet because I never, I just haven't gotten around to it. Right. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. I didn't put it down, or I put it down because I just, other shit to do. Yeah. And let's face it, I'm going to continue to have other shit to do. So the PlayStation VR has unfortunately collected some dust recently. But when I first got it, yeah, I played the shit out of Tetris yeah. Effect and Iron Man. Mine did that too. It's really not for everyday gaming. You got to be in the right mood for VR. Right. I've noticed more than anything because I turned mine back on and they had more song packs on Beat Saber. They now have a Billie Eilish pack, which is whatever, but they had an Interscope Records pack, which is like has fucking Rollin' by Limp Bizkit. DNA by Kendrick Lamar Sugar by Maroon 5 Like it is like a greatest hits in there So I was like yes thank you And a Skrillex pack All right. So uh, that was pretty cool But yeah no mine generally collects dust too You're not the only one Okay good Good. yes Now um, that all being said I, I have not missed out on my gaming because there are more accessible platforms that you can kind of play everywhere. Yes. Speaking mainly of my phone and my Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So, um, I'm not sure if you know about this or not, but uh, a few a few months ago, they uh, released Nintendo the Super Mario 64, mm-hmm. Super Mario Sunshine, mm-hmm. and Super Mario Galaxy, all in one little game for the Switch. They did. Known as Super Mario All-Stars. So I finally got to play some Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah, instead of the copy that Joe lent you two and a half years ago. Moving on. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, we joke about that. Do you that. know, do no, you know where that. my GameCube is? Do you no, know where my... Neither I do I. <laughs> so it makes it difficult. I'm sorry. GameCube games. I don't want to like, you know, hold it against... It's not, it's not... Your fault. Just know that. No, we don't have time to play the game. But the cool thing is, is that um, we actually plugged that in ourselves to kind of fuck around with it with a USB. Um, and a uh, friend of ours in the office, Andrew and um, Joe, who I work with, uh, we plugged it in because we get to play um, video games during our Christmas party. And um, we set up the controller and there's like a pressure sensor for Sunshine, I guess, that when you hook up the USB to the Switch to play that game, you can control the water pressure of the pack with an old school GameCube remote, which like Andrew was like, this is a deciding factor. If I can't control the pressure with this controller, then like I have no interest. He was able to control the pressure on the old school, like with the old school controller on the new Switch with the new game for 3D All-Stars. Nice. Yes. 
Nice. Good ports. Yeah. I heard. And they did. They gave Galaxy like a little upgrade too, I believe. They did. It's so. a little. It's still a little. Uh, Nintendo in the early days of the Wii really, really focused on the motion control. Mm-hmm. And you feel that. Yeah. In the Super Mario Galaxy and the next game I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Skyward Sword. Which is very good. But before you get off on that, I do have one question for you. Yes. Um, that, it, you know, a lot of people on the internet, there was a little bit of dis, dis, uh, um, issues on the internet with um, the fact that these games are technically, a lot of these games are available on emulators. Yes, they are. They're charging 65 bucks for what is technically an incomplete, an, an incomplete collection when you don't have Super Mario Galaxy 2 in it as well. Which uh, heavy rumor was they, because of the pandemic, they could not, they did not have the time to finish up before the Mario anniversary they wanted to release for. So that being said, do you feel, and just to be clear, I bought this too. Right, <laughs> I straight right. up fucking bought it too, um, just so I could play it on my Switch. But like, do you, do you think it's a bullshit cash grab? I don't. The main reason being that, I don't think that Super Mario Galaxy 2 belongs in an all-star collection, mm-hmm. mainly because it was not a launch for Mario on its system. Mm. Each of these three games that are in this all-star pack yeah. are the launch games for Mario on their respective systems. Yes. Super Mario 64, that was the first Mario game for the 64. Mm-hmm. Super Mario Galaxy, first Mario game for the Wii. And Super Mario Sunshine, probably the only Mario launch for the GameCube. It was, yeah. So, I mean, these are respective to their systems. It makes sense that they should be the only ones in mm-hmm. an all-star pack. Yes. What about the price tag? I'm used to paying that price tag for my Nintendo games. Got it. That's That's how Nintendo is. It's true. It's I mean, true. unless you are purely a handheld system, that's the price tag you're going to pay for a Nintendo game. Got it. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're going for like the uh, collector's, the collector's release, which get, drops the price tag, but essentially is selling you the same game that's been out forever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. So yeah, it is what it is, and I'm fine paying the price tag. Doesn't okay. bother me. Okay. Yeah. Me. That's cool. Yeah. That's fine. I didn't mind either. And more than anything, there's a lot of games that I have bought on Switch that I have not played or touched or done anything. But it's really invor- important for us to vote with our money right? as well. That's why I got Wario Get It Together on my birthday. Haven't touched it yet. I know when the time comes around, when Sarah and I have beaten a couple games on our to-do list when she's not in school for her bachelor's, we will get around to those. Right. We certainly will. But until then, um, I bought it while it was relevant, not on sale. Yeah. So that they know this is something that I like. This is something I want to do. Right. This is something I want to play. Yep. Absolutely. So voting with my money. That's very important. So. That's why I'm currently hunting for any He-Man toys that I can possibly find. Yep. You talked about that on the last podcast. And I did. And I'm not going to go into that here. Anyway. (laughs) So watch the last episode, folks. Yes. And then for the last of my console games that I've been playing the crap out of, Skyward Sword. Legend of Zelda. I'm playing that one too. Skyward Sword. Yes. On the Switch. Yes. 
Do you play it on the Wii? I tried to play it on the Wii. <laughs> and there let's lies go back the rub. To the, let's go back to the focus on motion controls that was, let's face it, the gimmick and ultimate downfall of the Wii. Because we loved playing Zelda. We did not love playing Zelda while moving that much. No, no. Not not only that, but the controls the controls just simply were not good enough. They weren't. The the motion tracking was not good enough. I could not tell you how many times I raised my Wiimote to the sky to attempt a skyward strike, which was very, very important to get that skyward strike very, very good in Skyward Sword. And I just slashed. I tried turning on motion controls on the Switch for a second just to see if they got worked up because uh, the BFFFF Joe also explained that he that, that this was the only Zelda game he hadn't beaten. Right. Because the controls drove him fucking nuts. And then when he found out that uh, an integral part of the story, which it's if at this rate, if you haven't gotten it and, and played it, this is all also just barely a minor story spoiler for a game that technically does not have that deep of a fucking story in the first place. But um, you go through all the maps again, but with more toys, um, more tools to do different things. And when he found out he had to go through that a second time, he gave up. He's like, fuck this. I'm not doing this with motion controls. He bought it again. It's a completely different game now. Oh, absolutely. With the motion controls being able to play with uh, or without motion controls, just on controller. He has absolute control. And he he said now he can call it a good game. Yes. There are aspects of it that I still haven't like nailed that still drive me up the wall mm-hmm. for for example a spin attack yeah and a uh finishing move downward strike mm-hmm. both of those are still fucking hokey yeah so even in even with the controller and that's why i had to stop my motion controls is because as soon as i tried to play with i was like maybe the motion controls are even better and i can play with that and they still even kind of suggest you use motion controls while you're playing this fucking game Every time you fire it up, it tells you to make sure you strap your Joy-Con on like you're going to play with motion control. So I was like, is this really the fucking definitive experience? And so I turned them on, and it is not the definitive experience because I tried to do things that I can do on my joy on my joystick. I just bloop, 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 and spin attack, you know, up, down, up, uh, do my well, flip no. and pounce, fine. But with a motion, could not do it once. In fairness, the motion controls are the experience they were going for Mm -hmm. they're just bad yeah it's just bad and it takes away from the game now if they could actually pinpoint that stuff down nail that stuff down real fucking hard in the same way that like vr has been nailed down right then okay maybe we could get that experience that they were going for with skyward sword Mm -mm. they've just never been able to do it and so we are not getting the definitive experience of skyward sword playing with just the controls as opposed to the motion controls but even if we're just using the motion controls we're still not getting that definitive experience because it doesn't fucking work yeah so that being said that being said super into this game i i love this game no it's It's a lot of fun it's when you can use the controls and play the game it's a great game i'm not even irritated by fee where i've for since Skyward Sword came out, I've heard that Navi was made the second most irritating character in a Zelda game because of Fee. Yes, she pops up at the most in her opportune times. Yes, she's the she's like the spirit that lives in your sword and pops up to give you like uh, yes. text chat screens to punch. Through. Yes, she is Fee, master of the obvious. 
She barely gives you any useful information and she will just pop up and be like, Master, I have a report. You're in this area. No shit. I know where I fucking landed. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, she is a little annoying. She's a bit. She's a bit, but she is not as much as, hey, listen. Hey. Yeah. Listen. Navi, shut up. Shut up, Navi. We're cool. God. Who's Navi? Anyway. I haven't played those games. Ocarina of Time. She is the fairy that follows you and screams stuff at you. Okay, that, I knew that. I'm sorry. Yes, I understand. <laughs> yes. Now, the one game that I've played more than anything else since last we recorded this. More than anything. Magic the Gathering Arena. On the web, on my PC, and on mobile. This is just a... You can have a game of Magic the Gathering whenever you like. Well, you know what, Rich? I'm going to tell you right here and now that this is a serious gaming podcast where we talk about games by AAA Studios that get done and you do all of the things with a controller and that for that reason being that this is a video game podcast about the most important games that you're bringing up of your playing of this mobile game is completely valid because mobile games are still games, folks. <laughs> they, they still matter are. if you're mad about it. Just know we talk about other things too, but still, I'm interested to hear what uh, Rich has to say about his gaming experience because mobile games are actually getting much better for that reason. So, absolutely. Now, I have I have been a long time fan of Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. I have not played a tabletop game of Magic the Gathering with another person in front of me the way the game is designed to be played in over 12 years. Yeah, and I miss it. I miss playing that game. I, there's no, there's no way to experience the game if you're not doing that. Okay. Prior to this app launching, prior to online sessions, prior to sitting directly across from a person and playing a game where you each have a deck of cards with a particular strategy and then trying to outplay the other person, even if they have a completely opposing strategy. Uh And there are so many strat. I mean, there are thousands of cards out there. Yeah. And all of these cards can create millions of combinations that are just separate, but equal strategies across the board. And so this, you, you will never play the same game twice. That's awesome. You can never play the same game twice. It just doesn't work. You'll whether even if you played an opponent, you didn't change your deck, he didn't change his deck, and you play the same thing. And how's it how does that's that a completely different game? How does that transition different. to the mobile game arena? The mobile game arena is now it's an online a lot of the stuff is automatically tracked. So you can pull up your cards and there's different emotes that you can talk to your opponent. You can say, hello, your go. Good game. Whoops. Nice. Thanks. I hate you. <laughs> no, I wish they had that one. <laughs> I'm so mad right now. Eventually they will move. Into I'm upset. That. <laughs> eventually they will move into the known magic nomenclature like Mize. Which, for those who don't know the game, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to explain it because you have to know the fucking game to know what Mize means. Hey, be inclusive. Tell people what that is. I wish I could. 
<laughs> <laughs> you don't know. That's what it is. Okay, I can you go don't into, know. I can go into the full blown, in depth explanation of how the game works, in order to explain what Mize means. Oh, basically, what my but don't do it. Don't here, do that. Here's your don't. bare bones. Thank you. Very very brief bare bones definition okay. of Mize. Okay, you are on the verge of death. You are about to be defeated, and there is only one card that could possibly resurrect you or turn the game around mm-hmm. and so when you're going to do that draw you go mm, might as well might as well might as well okay yes mice and it was so prolific at the point where magic was a p- competitive sport it was so prolific that it actually became a term and then used in an parody set of magic the gathering interesting Interesting. Yeah. Um, friend of the show, uh, uh, in real life, Jake Juarez. I went over to his place uh, a couple weeks ago, Friday, to hang and and talk and see how he's doing and see how I'm doing and um, take my drum set over there so we can jam out one day. And he had Magic: The Gathering cards all over his table. He just bought the Dungeons and Dragons set yes. of cards that have all kinds of stuff. Um, Xanathar on the yes. cards and stuff like that. He had a lot of fucking cards yeah dude maybe you guys can talk about that later because i can't i and i told him this myself i'm already playing in a bunch of D games like yes. literally a new one um fucking every few months plus i'm trying to dm my own game with my personal friends and i'm trying to get a little bit more into the D D once a week kind right. of kind of flavor thing and you know what i don't fucking have time for <laughs> <laughs> is for the same reason I tried Warhammer 40k and that shit was fun as hell and then I looked at how many pieces there are and the set cost and how much I don't want to spend money on that and that was before I had a kid on the way that we were no thank you um did I, yeah I don't have time for that. it's What's, cool magic looks so fucking cool and they even have Dungeons and Dragons modules now coming out that you know like they do that but um but still, are you saying the the the, the translation is, is the translation to the phone works? It works well enough that it scratches that itch, cool. that urge cool, cool, cool. to play the game, have a match, be done, move on. It scratches that itch, perfect. I can now play a match whenever I like. So, do you have to buy card packs online? You don't have to. No, you can. But you don't have to. It the tutorial that you play when you first sign up and f- first get an account and log in. It puts you through a tutorial where you play single color decks. So, uh, I'm not going to get so fucking far in the weeds, okay? But <laughs> if you've ever played Magic: The Gathering, there are five colors. Those are the five colors of mana. Those are the five colors of magic, and you can mix and match. You can play. There's red, white, blue, green, and black. You can pick, a, and each color has its own theme. It does its own thing. Red is fire and destruction. Blue is water and intelligence. White is healing and protection. Black is death and decay. Got it. Green is growth and large fucking creatures. And basically, you can use these colors to attempt to destroy your opponent. Mm -hmm. The cards are there to facilitate a very small story. Mm -hmm. Essentially, what Magic the Gathering is, is you are two wizards 
who decide to duel using spell work. That means summoning creatures. That means casting fireballs. That means casting counter spells to those fireballs. And the whole point is to destroy the other wizard. The game was designed, you might like this, to have little role-playing sessions in between sessions of Dungeons & Dragons. Because Dungeons & Dragons takes a very long time, a lot of people, a large campaign. It can take anywhere from three to six hours for a very satisfying session of Dungeons & Dragons. You can have a short little wizard battle inside of 20 minutes. Nice. With Magic the Gathering. That Mm -hmm. is the whole purpose behind its design. That was what Richard Garfield, the creator, set forth with. He was like, I want to play D&D but I don't have enough people. I want to do like a little, just like a little mage duel. So is this a replacement for the physical card game? This is the physical, this is the physical card game made digital basically. Okay. So you can play, you can go in and the, when you start the tutorial, thank you for resetting me, you (laughs) get a single color deck of each color of uh, magic. Yeah. So you'll get an all white deck, an all black deck, an all green deck, an all blue deck, an all red deck, and you have to play those through the tutorial. Uh-huh. Once you are done with the tutorial, those decks are yours to keep, mm. and then you can use the cards within those decks to build your own. Okay. 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 And then every day there is a new quest that is released, and the quest can be anything. It can be cast 20 creature spells it can be play 25 lands it can play be play 20 red or blue spells but there are these daily quests and as you complete the quests as you play matches if you win you collect experience and gold Mm -hmm. if you lose you can still contribute to your goal yeah so the main way to progress in the game is to play to play in win matches or to complete daily quests. Okay. And then you get gold, you get experience, you can rise up the ranks. And you can always buy gems, gold, or whatever with real money, mm-hmm. but you don't have to. You can just play through these quests. You can get promo codes from Wizards of the Coast. You put those in, and sometimes that can give you extra cards. Sometimes it can give you extra decks. Sometimes it can give you extra packs mm-hmm. of new sets that have released. You can do all that fun shit. So if I ever had the the itch to start some Magic the Gathering, this is the way to go without spending a fuck ton of money on cards that I'm not going to potentially use. Right. Okay. Or, you know, going through your buddy's collection and just ripping off cards. There is a bin <laughs> right over there that I cannot physically lift that is filled to the top with Wait, magic is it, cards. It's not the long one, is it? With the yellow lid? It's one of those, yes. Are you fucking kidding me? Filled to the brim. Wow. With magic cards. I cannot lift it. Damn. Okay, you can't lift it. No. Jeez. What else did you play? <laughs> um, you card the, addicted son of a gun. The other mobile game that I played, Disney Emoji Blitz. That's a good one. I played it for a second. Sarah played it for longer than me. There's only one reason I'm playing it. I mean, it's your basic... It's almost exactly the same as Candy Crush or any of those swap a emoji to puzzle remove. game. It's any yeah. yeah, any swap puzzle game. Yeah. It is exactly the same. The difference. You get 
Disney emojis that you can use on your keyboard in regular text. You can swap them out. You can get a Stitch and a Captain Jack Sparrow and a Darth Vader. Yeah. You can send a little green man to your podcast buddy from Toy Story. <laughs> Just like that. Or do you have that? Yes. Alien? Okay. I was going to say, are you heavily hinting that someone needs to give you that fucking alien right now? I played through until I got the alien, and yeah. then I was like, okay, I can back you beat the off game. a little bit. You beat the game. But that's all I really <laughs> wanted. That's all I really wanted. And then I eventually I was like, ooh, I got Dumbo. Yeah. You know what? I kind of want the Kingdom Hearts get. Uh, oh, yeah. They threw Sora in there and stuff, too, didn't they? They they did. I haven't gotten Sora yet. That's fine. But I did get Donald and Goofy. Just regular Donald and Goofy, okay, not okay. like Kingdom Hearts themed Donald sure. and Goofy. But I was like, you know what? I got two of the three. I'm, I'm cool. I can keep rolling. It's all fine. Keep rolling. It's okay. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Come on. Rolling. Yes. Which you can play on Beat Saber now, apparently. It's true. What'd you play, Daniel? That was, well, I played a lot of things. Didn't you start playing Horizon Zero Dawn as well, or did you go back Oh, to I that? played through and beat Horizon Zero Dawn. Did you talk Dawn. about oh, that going... on the last episode? Oh, I actually talked about it during a pandemic episode. So, yeah. when I wasn't sure. I just wanted to make sure. Because okay. I saw you playing it when I walked in a couple weeks ago, and I was like, hey. Quick catch up to. <laughs> just in case. I have a couple of games case. on my list ju- just to cover, just in case. Okay. You know, like I didn't, just in case I didn't talk about it. Like I'm about right. to write another down that I'm worried. Okay. Truncated, truncated story time here. During this pandemic, I got COVID. Right at the beginning of the pandemic, I went and bought eight games because GameStop had a massive sale on their pre owned games. So I went and bought this whole fucking stack. Of games. He did. I believe I shared that on the last podcast before pandemic. You might have. I frankly just don't don't fucking remember. remember. Anyway, when I got COVID in December of, what was it, 2020? Yeah, 2020. 2020 December, I got COVID. It was not near that bad. I was very, very, very fucking lucky. And it caused the vaccine to kick my ass. I highly recommend getting the vaccine and not getting COVID. Just, yeah, there. Anyway, so while I had COVID, I played through this log of games that I had yes. that had just been sitting there that the I log. had not actually tapped into. And Joe, Joe, our friend of the podcast, Daniel's BFFFFF, Joe, I'm sorry Dark Souls sucks. I'm so sorry. Dark Souls <laughs> is this damn close to unplayable for me. <laughs> Fight me. Anyway. <laughs> you need coaching. You just need coaching. That's all you need is some coaching. Just a little you know coaching. What? Just a little bit of. You know what? The Horizon Zero Dawn was infinitely more fun without coaching. I'm cool. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I'm, I'm cool. I told you you were going to enjoy the fucking shit out of Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The absolute shit. When I, when I told you the log of games I bought, you were like, that's the one that you're probably going to spend the most time on. Mm-hmm. And you were absolutely mm-hmm. right. That yeah. game was, that game is mm-hmm. spectacular. Yeah. And you did play God of War. And I did play through God of War. I beat God of War. Yes, you did. I beat Horizon Zero Dawn. Did you see the trailer for God of War Ragnarok? I did. Good. That's all. See that a a little girl at the end that was clearly fucking Egyptian? Yeah. I'm into it. Oh, boy. I'm into it. I'm very into it as well. I'll get it when it's cheap. You know, you'll (laughs) vote with your dollars. I'll get it when it's cheap. Yeah. Well, it helps that I can game share with Joe. So we game share on PlayStation. Right. You guys game share quite a bit. 
Yeah, so it's easy for us because we can get these games digital brand new and kind of save that money. Yes. So, okay. No, I mean, if you're if you're good to go, I mean, I you technically have uh, 15 more minutes to talk about the games, like if you wanted to. But also, I have a lot to cover. So you do have I a lot could to just cover. Fucking start. I know you have a lot to cover, but so, I don't know if it was been said or not. Or it whatever, hasn't. It hasn't. And I'm getting to that. Borderlands Two is fucking amazing. I finally got over the motion sickness to play it, beat it, and I continue to play it because I want my characters all up around 70 plus. All right, go ahead. That was something we had. We knew that. Okay. But it's good deal. also important. You need to know. I, I, I need it. Do you, you know need to what? Say it, again? it bears mentioning Do you need to again. Say it again. Fair My enough. favorite game of the games that I played in that backlog is in spite of God of War and Zero Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. and fucking Skyward. My favorite game that I played last year, Borderlands 2. Boom. There it is. But we were telling you for a fucking minute, you borrowed it from Ellie, too. We were telling you for a fucking minute, you were going to love and adore that game. Here we are. Gabe and his wife play Borderlands. I play Borderlands with my wife. I haven't given Ellie your copy back, but I've also bought two other copies for two other fucking systems so that I don't lose out on any Borderlands. <laughs> That's so That's, you know, and in Ellie's defense, she probably would only play Destiny 2 if you gave it back to her anyway. Oh, she told me to keep it. She was like, I already downloaded like, another. The first oh, yeah, because they were so. free for a second. They were free yeah. on PlayStation. She doesn't care. She was like, so you can go ahead and keep it. Either. I don't give a fuck. And I was yeah. like, sweet, thanks. But I won't get one free sale. That was probably two bucks anyway. So, yeah, I was like, sweet, thanks. I'll probably never play it anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you beat Borderlands 3 yet? No, I didn't. Not yet. Okay. It's a little different and it doesn't run that well on last gen. So, yeah, and it's a little it. It, it was a little hokey for me. Yeah. Just um, so one day when you get your PS5, inevitably, it will chew up and spit out Borderlands 3. Just know that. K. Yeah. Because the way it chews up and spits out my games. K. Because I got a PS5. Sweet. I did. I got go, it. Go, man. Go. I got it. Go. Okay. Um. So I played a lot of games Um. and I'll get to the PS5 part, but I do want to talk about some games that aren't like specifically PS5. Okay. Uh. First of all, Deep Rock Galactic. You play dwarves going to you are living on a space station in a mine installation and different rocks have different like properties on them and you go in them and they have different things to do while you play different uh, dwarves of different classes and it is the fucking shit. I do love that game. Very fun. Dwarves? Very fun. Dwarves. Dwarves. Might be fun even for you to play the game. So it's fun. It's it's a nice little amalgam of I would say Borderlands because of the way it's class based. Um, Minecraft in the way that you dig and build some things and uh, Starship Troopers because you got a mission to get done but there are bugs everywhere. everywhere. Sounds fun. So it is fun. Sometimes you're What's escorting. What? What's it on? How are you playing? Everything. Everything. Um, yeah. Okay. Sometimes you got to escort a robot. Sometimes you just got to collect some things. Sometimes you have to go get a robot that's broken. Sometimes you have to escort a giant minor robot to a giant egg stone in the middle of the cave. But that little robot, it hurts. Uh-uh. And it'll cry if it gets torn up by bugs. You have to keep it in good condition on your way there. So we, if you go up to the center, you can knock on the top and it gives you a little hand. You can high five it. Nice. This is on a gigantic drill tank. Spectacular. It is. And then they have different classes where, like, I played the scout, for instance. And I get myself into a lot of fucking trouble 
<laughs> as a scout. And I'll tell you why. Going out on your own, this is very Left of Dead-ish where you can get picked up by something that'll kill you if you don't have the helper backup to get you out of your rut you're in. Yeah. So I use my grappling gun. I shoot up into the cavern wall because I see a diamond. I'm like, hell yeah. I draw it and I look down and there is falling damage. <laughs> like, fuck. And so I say, hey, can I get some help? And Joe says, sure. And he whoops out his gigantic drill hands as the engineer and drills his way all the way up to give me a pathway. Nice. Or if there's a technician, they shoot a little platform next to the wall for me to fall on. And I can hop my way down. Spectacular. It's pretty fun. It's pretty cool in that way. Um, What is probably one of the more important things is uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Switch Switch exclusive, except that it's coming to... uh, PC early Me? next year. Monster Hunter Rise is an action RPG where you go in, you have a monster to hunt, you run down, you beat the shit out of them. <laughs> you beat the shit out of them, then you skin them and wear their their bodies as clothes nice. and armor. Some of them have different attributes that help you with your armor, and then you need to hunt a certain monster more than others. Okay. And that's why you would basically grind that monster build up your weapon set and then you're all you're good to go the earlier monster hunter games are not easy to get into i i I bought two i I played monster hunter generations and then i played monster hunter world and i did not like either i I was like fuck this shit it is hard it is grindy i can't no matter how hard i will on this fucking monster they do not go down and then i got rise which i could play multiplayer with joe yeah. And it finally clicked for me when I started playing it because of the introduction of the wire bug mechanic, which lets you fly up into the air and literally welcome to the jam and slam that fucking Anjanath on the head with my hammer because Anjanaths are special T-Rex monsters that were introduced in Monster Hunter World. And the reason I quit Monster Hunter Reason World <laughs> All right. is the fucking Anjanath. And I would fucking clobber that guy. He would not goddamn die. And so next game, well... You know, it, I finally, the wire bug really made it, you know, accessible for me. It's very vertical, too, in comparison to the other games where you can climb a lot of things, you know, nice. go a lot faster. Also, the introduction of a Palamute, which is a dog you can ride everywhere. Right. Like an Amaskin Malamute? Yes. Excellent. And uh, the cats are Palicos. You generally have Palicos oh. as little friends that help you if you're playing single player. But you can play multiplayer and have four people join you on your hunt. The monster gets harder. That's fun. Neat. So, and then the monsters all do all kinds of different shit. So you really have to alter your game as you go along, collect all the boons and buffs you need, and then whoop on this guy and hope he goes down. Nice. Which in our case he does, <laughs> because I play with Joe, who is a monster at Monster Hunter, and now I am too because I finally like got into it. But I probably put a solid like sixty hours into that. And there's a new full size expansion coming out next summer called Sunbreak, in nice. the same fashion as Monster Hunter World's Iceborne. They announced it um, at this last Nintendo Direct, and I was I am here for it because I I really want more to do there. It's one of those games, you know, when you get immersed in the game where you're like, you wake up and you think of that theme music, and you're like, I gotta play it now. Yep, I'm gonna whoop it up, play it for at least 15 minutes, and get a dose of it. You need a dose. Yeah, Monster Hunter Rise was the first game in a long time that I played and needed a dose of. Nice. So Deep Rock Galactic didn't do this for me. My PS5 games, um, almost to the majority of them, did not. Uh, you know were not as important to me as the way monster hunter rise worked for me all right which i think is saying a lot in the way it works nice um you know what i had to fucking push and grind through though it's fucking i did it i i'd actually beat it the witcher 3 
Nice. I got on. I restarted it. It was on a Steam sale, so I bought it. All of it was 15 bucks. The DLCs, which I've heard are better than the core game, which is fine. But if I play one more second of Witcher, I will blow my fucking brains out. Okay. I understand this game is lauded as one of the best games of all time. I understand that. And I can see why. This game, phenomenal story. Phenomenal story. You know, um, PC builds can often be considered like the optimal builds sometimes. Um, And I would love to know how the story, you know, ultimately ended up if it didn't freeze at the end of the fucking game. Boo. Yes, exactly. I made certain decisions at the end. I didn't make the right decisions, and unfortunately, I didn't get, like, the best ending, technically. But I didn't care. I was happy it was over. Okay. It took me 60-plus hours also. I think it was more like 70 hours to... I did some side quests to try and get the best ending and stuff like that. And even the side quests had these ridiculous, like, Im- like very well-thought-out, well-executed stories. The monsters were cool as hell, but by golly, if that gameplay itself made me want to flip this table right now, no matter how heavy it is, because for so many games, it has action-oriented gameplay, and there's like four spells you can use and stuff, but they also have a deflect mechanic and a block mechanic that don't work. I just ended up dodging at the end. You know, you play these games like Batman Arkham Asylum. Right. All the Arkham games. Spider-Man have these awesome combat systems. And these games were coming out like simultaneous to like Witcher at the time. And we waited so long on Witcher, which was still glitchy at the time I played it. (laughs) Okay. Still very weird fucking glitchy at the time I played it. And we're going through and I'm, you know... It never clicked for me. I forced myself to beat it, and the gameplay itself was frustrating as hell. Um, Did I do a fuck ton of grinding? No, I didn't do a fuck ton of grinding, but I did more than what was necessary, and I was much higher than the level needed to beat the main story, and there were sequences in that game. There's travel in that game that is like pulling teeth where they do not have waypoints unless you are at a waypoint station. You have to be at a sign to use a waypoint to go somewhere. And sure, you could get on Roach and ride, but Roach can expire in due time, and he does not run through things the way you need him to run through things. Red Dead Redemption, these other games that I've played that are, you know, like even older and play better than The Witcher 3. I cannot for the fucking life of me understand why people think that this game needs to be held on the pedestal that it is held. Maybe it was very good for its time, but if it was good for its time, it was quickly fucking outdated and why the fuck are we talking about it still outside of some okay story but i i have i am so pleased uh, to hear you supporting my argument for me avoiding dark souls (laughs) some games will click with you some won't some games click with people and some just don't yeah like i cannot for the life of me imagine anyone picking up tetris and then putting it down never to touch it again sure but there are people out there that are just like, you know, I can't keep putting blocks away. But here's the deal. Like, it doesn't entirely support your argument. And here's why. I went back after some coaching. The first time I played. This is not the first well, no, time I played Daniel, The Witcher Everything 3. you have said yes. sounds like you enjoyed it spectacularly and you are so satisfied with getting to the end. Yes. No, you're not. You sound like it was a grind. It was horrible the whole time. I know. And I'm trying to figure out where you're going with it. <laughs> That's the thing. Why would you waste that much time on a game that is not going to be enjoyable to you or satisfying 
by the end. Because I people were swearing up and down that it was a game worth fucking learning. And now you can definitively say no. No. Not now that for I you. It. So when you're done beating Dark Souls, you can say the same thing, right? I am 43 <laughs> years old. You aren't making the right argument. I don't have the time <laughs> to sorry. waste on a shit time. In my uh, defense of arguing that argument, though, is that I had to restart Dark Souls. In your absolute fucking defense, mm-hmm. I probably the only reason I got through the, the beginning of Dark Souls is because Joe hopped on and got me a badass sword immediately. And it was a rare fucking drop. I don't want to play a game that's only enjoyable if I get a rare fucking drop in my handheld. I would rather pick up a game, enjoy it from jump, and play the absolute shit out of it. That makes sense. I'm not going to waste my time on a game that isn't fun, that I have to play to learn to be fun. Mm -hmm. Okay? Borderlands 2? Mm Mm-hmm. Let's face it, I would not have played for longer than 30 minutes had there not been the promise of a diamond horse named Butt Stallion. True. Very true. I would not have made it that far. Yeah. Okay, there was some hook that got me. Okay. Dark Souls, played for 30 minutes, no fucking hook. Don't need it. Done. I need some hook. Even Bioshock Infinite, it made me sick. After 45 minutes, but I was hooked yeah. within five. I see. If there isn't something to hook you in, yeah. there's no point in wasting your time. And, you know, in in support of that theory is that I had nothing but time to kill when I played it. Like, that's the largest thing is, like, I was like, you know what? I've got some fucking time to kill while I'm in between games that I'll just fucking hammer this out, I guess, and hope it clicks for me. I'm not saying there weren't moments I didn't enjoy in Witcher 3. There were cool things here and there, but the the fact that I got to the end and was like that the gameplay, the gameplay in the game, the video game does not play fun. That was the issue. That was a big fucking issue for me. Right. And so ultimately that's, that's kind of how it went, but you know, right. It's did I did I talk about playing? Uh, it's, it's, if you if you like Witcher Three, I'm not trying to yuck your yum. Okay. No, it clicks for I'm some people. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you have that memories with that game. Just play some other games and come back to me. Um, <laughs> Star Wars Squadrons. Did I talk about playing that? Because I don't feel like we've had a podcast since you. It came out in October. Did we do any earlier this year? Any podcasts? Um, I think those were the Discord deals, so probably not. I feel like that was last summer that we tried to do those. Well, no, that doesn't count because that was, yeah, maybe it was earlier this year. Either way, I got a fucking HOTAS. HOTAS. The flight sticks for Squadrons to play Star Wars Squadrons in fucking PSVR. Sorry. Did you get it? No. Okay. Seven. I'm just gonna yeah edit out this this gigantic slap of the table. Sorry, hopefully that it wasn't fly that has been irritating the fuck. Out there of is me. a fly in here and it's irritating the shit out of Rich, but it's okay. I'll suck it out. It's it's. I'll just edit that out. Apologies. Even if it's loud, it might not be loud for all we know. It might not. You know, may not. Or it's definitely. It's over there, and the microphone's mainly here, so perhaps not. I'll bring my gun next time for the fly. We'll take care of it. 
Um, so my shvata. <laughs> your water. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons was cool. I'm talking about it because I'm afraid I might not have gone over it. Um, it is a flight sim, and it is the fucking coolest. There is nothing like going around in the, the sky, playing with a Hotas, uh, and playing it. And there was, like, an online community. They just had the Calrissian Cup. Nice. Where they did an actual, like, esports tournament of playing and it's really important what would have been really nice is if when the game launched there was any semblance of fucking matchmaking so that people who were just getting into it could have gotten into the game without getting their asses whooped by the level 200s this is in the first week of the fucking game okay that people got the esports might be a little bit bigger if there was just a slight little semblance of matchmaking fairness because you would get in and you would get matched with these fucking level hundreds, level two hundreds and out the gate as a new player. And even when I tried to stick around, other people left because we were getting our fucking asses whooped by people who play this game non fucking stop. So the skill level was like, try it's who's going to keep playing chess when the only people that get to play are masters and grandmasters. Right. Who's going to keep playing that fucking game? Nobody. So that's what happened. Um, they had a, the Calrissian Cup, and that small group of people that plays the absolute shit out of squadrons to this day uh, had their tournament, and that's cool and good for them. But um, I just stopped playing online because I couldn't play online. I just got my ass whooped. I was never winning any matches. Got no experience bonus. Like It it uh, was a big bummer because I was about ready to take that seriously. Everyone was starting to put together teams online squadrons online for discord and to be like to straight up fucking rp this shit and i was here for it and i i have played like three games like that you know which ones which ones me neither i don't know because i put them down so fucking quick that they have vanished from memory <laughs> because it what like, kind of game a multiplayer game at it was all. a multiplayer <laughs> lord of the rings game i remember Conquest. it was a lord of the rings game Conquest. that might be it it was like battlefront it was like that, yeah. yeah, where I just was dropped in, and it was like, okay, go. Three seconds later, boom. Dead. <laughs> Three seconds later. You respawn somewhere else. Ten seconds you later. You last four seconds this time. Ten second respawn. And ten second respawn. And then in a minute, you've played, just... you've, play, you've played less than you've waited. Right. After waiting through the loading screen. Yeah. I understand how that can be. You know, that actually brings up, I wasn't really going to talk about it that much, but I downloaded Battlefront 2 onto my PS5 because PS5 will chew up and spit out PS4 games now. Great. Kind of awesome how well they run. And the uh, uh, I, I did get Battlefront again because I just wanted to kick it yeah. on Battlefront. They have now made it um, basically one of the main modes that I find the most people in is co-op. Where you get to go in and shoot the robots. Yeah. You don't have these high-leveled assholes who've been playing the game forever jump in. And all I do is play co-op. Four people against bots. Yep. The whole time. And I still get my dose of Star Wars. I still get my dose of, like, um, I get to play the fucking heroes. Instead of, like, eventually by the end of the match, I get to pull out my hero and then the match ends. (laughs) Shit like that, which is annoying. Um so like it's if you like if you ever felt a hankering to play Battlefront 2 which I know you probably won't because it's made by EA and you have a strong 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 feelings about <laughs> Do they get the bag I sent them? Have they feasted? We don't like you guys for a reason. <laughs> and your whole uh, lawsuit hasn't helped, but we're not going to get into that this time. We're not going to get into Blizzard Blizzard Activision. Actually that's not EA now that I'm thinking about. 
but it's not like EA probably doesn't have those fucking practices. In the, let's be honest, but anyways, I digress. We are going to talk about Blizzard uh, Activision. Of them. Any um, of them. Let's face it, okay? Well, it's just like you one either by die one. the hero fucking or you live <laughs> long enough to see yourself, see become, yourself the become the villain. Um, but, you know, we'll just wait and eventually it'll come out about EA. If it hasn't already, I wouldn't be surprised because it's just like fucking Riot and then Ubisoft and now Blizzard Activision with fucking cases against them so fucking strong that the state is going after them. For the way they fucking treat people. I digress. Let's not. We'll talk about that on a WDMR or another fucking excitement one day because we're here to talk good vibes and games we played and talk about what people need to fucking. <laughs> so, what play. did you play that you actually enjoyed? <laughs> I'm upset now. This is really fucking aggravating. I just, I'm tired of having these fucking conversations. But no, no, Battlefront 2 has been fixed. Unfortunately, uh, we had to throw a gigantic fucking fit at EA for trying to milk us for every fucking cent we're worth in the process. Um,. Anyways, um, I played 60 bucks to play as all the characters, not 40 bucks to play as Darth Vader. Skyward Sword I did play too, but we talked about that a little bit. I'm not nearly as far as you are because I'm trying to play like fucking four games at the same time right now. Right. I really need to sit down and finish it, but um, it's not happening a lot unless it's like a game that I desperately want to be playing. Yeah, go go Marie Kondo on it, man. What is Marie Kondo? If it brings joy, yeah, keep it. Exactly, yeah. If it does not bring joy... Throw it out. Throw it out. Okay. Now that makes sense. Okay. A uh, little game called Phasmophobia. I might have talked about this before, but again, I'm not sure. Um, Phasmophobia is a, uh, well, I don't know that it's a crowdsourced game as much as it is. It might have started as crowdsourced, but now it's in early access in Steam where you hunt ghosts. Game's fucking scary and it's fun as hell. Met some of our best friends through it playing online. We have the same crew for Phasmophobia. These are the same people we met the first time we played Phasmophobia over a year ago. We have them to this day. Nice. One of my bestest friends, Adam. Excellent. One of my other friends, Mike, and his husband. Mike has a husband of this much I know. Uh, I do not like this name. I'm going to feel the worst. Hi, Adam's husband. And I just, I just need to go in here. Well, we Mike's haven't husband? played for so fucking long. Mike's Ray, husband. Ray, Ray, Ray Barber Ray. is his name. And I did not have to look in Facebook to find that. Sorry, Adam. Mike and Ray love you. Um, but uh, Adam has the same birthday as me. Exact Excellent. same birthday. We're twins. And I wanted him to come out to Colorado so bad, but uh, he uh, his uh, he tried um, and couldn't. But um, it was really fun. I was it was my thirtieth birthday. I was gonna get myself a gigantic birthday cake that said "Happy Birthday, Daniel," and then just a tiny cake that said "Adam too," I guess. And uh, I just wanted him here for that. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> and uh it didn't work out but that's how close we are now we're good friends spectacular um like to get on he's friends in the D group game. actually so Excellent. friends through game that's a big deal that that works at all um listen i got a ps5 motherfuckers you did it wasn't easy i tried a lot and yeah. it came purely by luck it's actually really funny because me and my friend andrew i was talking about earlier we played in um the uh we were at our computers waited until the exact time delayed our lunch and we were like okay we're gonna sit right here and be at the computers when the time comes and we're firing them off on on you know walmart.com and all these shit and then we're doing it for me first that's the thing i wanted one andrew didn't really care for one but um andrew got it in he punched it through and said okay you owe me 400 400 bucks i was like what he's like yeah you owe me 415 bucks because i i got one i was like yeah 
and I hugged him and stuff. He was cool with it. And then like two hours later, a Sony Direct went up on the website Sony, and I got in line for that. Nice. And then it punched me through the screen, and I got a PS5 for him. Nice. <laughs> so we got each other's PS5s for each other. His arrived first. He was playing before me. I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Not truly, but yeah, fucking Walmart took forever. But the interesting thing is that um, I wanted a digital version because I don't, I don't have physical anymore because of the way we game share, me and Jill. Right. But we did get the um, – uh, they sent me a, a disc version. Because they ran out of digital version. So I got the $500 version for free. Bitch. For an extra, like, 100 bucks, I guess. I don't know. Damn Listen, but that's the thing. If I buy a digital, I'll just give you my fucking disc version. Sweet. Okay? Okay. For 400 bucks. Because. Of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. And then it works for you, too. Perfect. Right? Yes. Done? Done. Okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, dude. Um, the, Here's the deal. You need a 4K TV for these games to be any good. To record gameplay, I moved it into my office where I have a 1080p screen, no HDR. Um, great r- refresh rate, but um, yeah, it's not good. No? No. After playing on my 4K TV um, with HDR, it's a large difference. And that's the thing. Me and Joe will be playing, and we will turn a corner, and I will be like, Joe, I can't believe I'm about to say this. And he'll be like, what? I'm like, this dirt looks fucking good. <laughs> this dirt on the ground looks phenomenal. Yes. And it does because of like the high resolution 4K is crispy as shit. And this is the story that sums it all fucking up. Okay. My mom's been staying with us for a minute on and off while they're moving back and forth from their new state they live in. And my mom comes out and is looking at the TV and looks at me holding my remote. She looks at the TV and she looks at me and she said, she said, is this a video game? (laughs) Cutscene of Spider-Man Remastered. Yes. Because of the ray tracing, the way the light looks in the hair, all of that. She thought it was a fucking real as day television show. Yep. That is how good this fucking show is. I let you play PS5 for a minute. Yes. You were actually working. Yeah. And I took my wife over to your place to hang with your wife and Mm -hmm. your wife was like, here, play. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Okay, I'll play. Yeah. And so I played some of Spider-Man Miles Morales mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on your PlayStation 5. Yes, you did. I still regret turning off the game and not continuing to play. <laughs> some say I should still be sitting there playing that game. <laughs> Listen. It was so fucking good. It yeah. looked amazing. Yeah. My wife was like, holy shit, this is what it looks like? I was like, yeah, this is this yeah. is what it looks like. So you got to have the 4K. You got to have the HDR. That's the largest thing. It's do not bust your balls to get one of these because the graphical fidelity. Listen, it runs good. It loads games super fucking fast. There is an option in the menu setting to turn back on your loading screens in Spider-Man because they're so funny, but you never get to see them because it loads the entirety of fucking New York in a snap. Just like that is how fast it runs on the uh, uh, solid state drives, Yeah, which they just released the upgrade for. I bought and installed a new one terabyte. So I don't have to continue to uninstall games that I don't want to that I I don't get around to playing and then I want to play this one. So I ended up buying, you know, um, additional storage, which is nice. And those load up just as fast, which is super cool. And um, playing through these games is, you know, um, do they load up? 
fast? Yes. Do they play well? Yes. Is the frame rate up there? Definitely. Um, but I, I just don't think you should bend over backwards for a PS5 to put on your 1080p TV necessarily. But you can still do what you want to do. and you, Clearly, there's games you can only play on PS5, and that might be a very important reason to get it and do it there. The optimal experience is going to be from the 4K. So don't see it as a $400, $500 purchase. See it as a $400 and then whatever the price of the TV you want is. You can get a very, very good um, 4 Series TCL Roku TV that does have 4K HDR. That's what I use, or at least used up until the free Friday morning I had to play. Where I hit beep on my PlayStation, I hit the power button on my TV, and it went chinko. No, no. <laughs> yep. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and granted, this is four years after I bought it, okay? So, like, it's I should have oh, gotten a warranty no. on it. These things tend to happen. Um, oh, no. So my 55-inch, um, the backlit LEDs took a shit. Oh. I tried to fix it a couple weeks ago. Um, totally busted the TV. To busted the screen, the thin ass fucking screen. So I that day went straight to fucking Best Buy. Got another TV. <laughs> I upgraded and I got the better backlit one. It's nice. a six series TCL, sixty five inch, and it has uh, individual backlighting on it, and it looks fucking great. So that's kind of the largest thing I wanted to you know like get through to anyone listening right now. If you get your PS five. Awesome. Just know your most optimal experience is coming on that 4K TV, which has been on the market now, hopefully long enough that you can get a decently affordable one. Um, and now that we, you know, <laughs> this is the saddest thing, though. Like, I had that 4K TV for a minute before I got my fucking PS5. Yeah. <laughs> and then it shit out as soon as I got something that I can enjoy 4K on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's sad. <laughs> yep. Makes oh well. me nervous. Oh well. It's I digress. Um I got a warranty on the new one. An of ex- course. Extended warranty. So this is a very, very, very good thing. Exactly. So by the time that warranty expires, that's when it's gonna take a shit. Probably. Who knows? I digress. Well, no, mine took a shit right outside of its warranty. If I had an extended warranty, the my my TV that I just lost, I probably would have been able to get fixed and been fine. Right. Yeah. So where are we going with? I want to pause here just in case the dogs act up. While they come in. One. 53. Or if they come in. Which it might happen. So we'll just wait and see. We'll see. Um, But. Just give it a second. It sounds like they're just chatting it up. So. Nope. Christy's voice is getting closer. Yep. So. All right, I'm going to put us back in it. Yeah. We stopped just in case you guys came in. Oh, I was like, I didn't hear you guys talking. No, we were waiting. Oh, no, we're in the middle of an episode, but we're almost finished. Only half an hour left. Sure. Actually, leave that one open, but close the laundry door. Yes, sir. Please. What he said. Okay. Back in. So, you know, um, just trying to preach the good word of making sure people spend their money the right way. So, looking at the games that I played that are kind of like PS5 exclusive, um, a lot of games have gotten updates. So, I've gone back to play some games like Dark Souls 3. 
Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, which I've never like played before, but um, D- uh, Dark Souls 3 loads wicked fast and is now running at 60 frames per second, which is something that didn't happen before. Now, does it get something like HDR? No, because that was in no way ingrained when it was made. Fine, whatever. We weren't okay. near that technology when it was made. Um, all of the games that I've played, almost all of them have multiple graphic settings. There's three settings. Um, performance, which is what's going to get you 60 frames per second no matter what. Visual fidelity, which is going to get you the ray tracing and all that good shit. And uh, ray tracing, sorry, um, 4K specifically, because at the uh, at the performance setting, you get 60 frames per second, but you might not get 4K and you might not get ray tracing. Um, then there is the visual fidelity setting, which it will run probably at 30 frames per second, but you will get ray tracing in 4k no matter what. And then a lot of games have started doing this. These games are Spider-Man remastered, Ratchet and Clank, which is, comes as no surprise, frankly, because they both come from Insomniac games, which has been very good about this. Um, I don't, I don't, I think Deathloop has that setting too. Death Deathloop by Arcane Studios, um, which is owned by Bethesda, um, has done that as well, which is pretty swell. So they have a ray tracing mode where they will give you basically the best that they possibly can of both worlds, which gets you um, ray tracing still. Ray tracing is the thing that makes it so when you are standing and there's a puddle behind your little person, like say Ratchet, and there's a street light, there's a neon blinking street light. And you can see it in the like the blinking of the streetlight in the puddle. Okay. Huge deal. Okay. Really cool. But you would switch that over, um, and if you were doing specifically visual and you wanted that with 4K, you would have to give up, and then all of a sudden you're running at 30 frames per second. I'm going to tell you right now, anything running slower than 60 frames per second looks like dog shit to me now. I am ruined. I am fucking ruined. Because 60 frames per second is buttery smooth. It looks like the game is lagging or breaking if I see something in 30 frames per second. So a lot of times I'm opting I'm, I'm opting for the visual fidelity. Or not sorry, the performance quality over the visual fidelity. Did any of that make sense? Oh, it made sense. Yes. Fucking spoiled whippersnappers. <laughs> it's true. No, I'm full of shit. And that's kind of the thing is like, no, that's exactly what it is. My uncle said the exact same thing when we were playing. We play games every Sunday morning. And he said the exact same thing. I was like, 60 frames looks, looks like shit. And he's like, yeah, it must be nice. It must be fucking nice. But there's still sacrifices to be made because the, the hardware is not entirely there yet. One day we'll get all this shit at 60 frames per second and it'll be fine. But these games look real as fucking day. When you're playing Spider-Man Remastered, which I replayed because of how good it looks to be swinging through New York on a shiny windowed building, just nothing but windows, and be running along it as Spider-Man and seeing the reflection of New York in that fucking building while you're running across it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to argue with you at all. Oh, my God. Because when I was playing Miles Morales, I was like, yeah, you got to see some of it. Shit. Mm -hmm. It's. It's movie studio quality. It is. We're here I, now, folks. I mean, if I didn't have, if I didn't have my <laughs> HUD, and didn't realize that I was the one controlling this cat on the screen, mm-hmm. I would have thought that I was watching Into the Spider Verse. Truth. It looks that fucking good. It looks movie quality. Mm-hmm. Even more uh, when you whooped out the Spider Verse skin and start moving in thirteen frames per second. I didn't move out the Spider Verse skin. I know. Yeah, but still. Right. 
You didn't have it yet. I barely got it. But right. I will put it on for you one day. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you're going to get your own PS5 and want to play it the entirety yourself. Spider-Man Remastered is the definitive way to play Spider-Man. Nice. The game is on PS5. Spider-Man 2 on its way now. Yes. With a Wolverine game from Insomniac, additionally. Yeah. Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart, was a wonderful game. Also, cinematic quality. It is the closest thing you will get to playing a Pixar game in real life, <laughs> basically. Nice. Um, even though it's not Pixar, this is Insomniac having a game that looks just that fucking good. Game looks good, plays good. Um, I have yet to really play a game that I haven't enjoyed yet on there, but that's because I know how to find and ditch shit games is a thing. You know what I mean? Um, for the most part, unless people demand I play them. And no, nobody asked me to play Witcher 3. But I just wanted to see what... Anyways, uh, Sackboy. Sackboy's Adventure. Fucking... You know what's good, though? The Netflix show. Witcher, the Netflix... I'm gonna stop talking about it. Uh, Sackboy's Great Adventure. Sackboy's Adventure. The name of that game. Anyway, there's a Sackboy game. Little Big Planet 4 on the PS5. Yeah. Let me tell you a little something about the new controller. The DualSense. You felt this yourself ps4 games won't have the integrated design of the dualsense controller but it is a platformer um just like the other little big planet games you play a little boy made of yarn known as sack boy you do platforming puzzles in this crafted world at one point we jump in these um uh little glass balls with little moving shards of glass in them like little shards so they're like snow globes kind of Right. And they shine and sparkle while you're moving along. And the controller makes the sound of glass while you're moving along. And the f- the finesse of the vibration in the controllers makes it so there's little bitty glass yes, moving it's, along it's, your hands. Yeah. It's crazy. The vibration. DualSense 5 is something else. The way they. The vibrations are just that fucking good. Yeah. When I was playing the Battlefield beta this weekend. Pulling the trigger on the gun. Click. The trigger has its own sensitivity. Where if I am out of ammo, there is no resistance on the trigger anymore. Because I am not shooting anything. And that is how I know I run out of ammo other than the gun not going off. Holy shit. It is by far the coolest controller in years because of the way it's had its, you know. um, On my mom's way out, I started Deathloop. Very fun game. I started Deathloop, and I w- and she's like, what is this about? And I unplug it, and I'm like, sure, you can listen to it, and it's funny. She's like, fine, she's eating her dinner next to me, and I unplug it. And the the girl that was talking to me on her on uh, the through my headset, now coming through my controller. My walkie-talkie is now my, my – or my controller is now my walkie-talkie. Nice. And her voice is coming through the controller every time I'm talking to her. Nice. It's that immersion that's really nice and really works. So. Nice. I don't have a, a ton to say about like I played probably have spent the most of my PS5 time on Spider-Man Remastered and Spider-Man Miles Morales because they're such big games. Yeah. They're open world games. Um, what I can say is that those are games that I played and beat because I'm trying to be as thorough as I can. I've played through the majority of Demon Souls, which is easily like other than Spider-Man, I think the one of the better looking games. On PS5, it, Demon Souls was the very first of the Souls kind to come out, and this was on PS3 years ago, right? This game was in its own league at the time, but it's very different. I digress. Completely retooled, remade, and the gar- gothic architecture with ray tracing in 4K looks so 
fucking good. Now, I will say, I was talking about the settings and how they will lower the resolution so you can get to things. These don't lower to eight to 1080. They actually lower to like 1440p, which is still crisper than 1080. So you will still get, if you're running for a um, performance fidelity, you can still get a better resolution all the time with 60 frames per second. And sometimes even some ray tracing. Okay. If the settings make sense, it's a little confusing. I know, but um, so well, it's it, it's a question of what's important to you in your video game. Yes, very true. And if that so, is something that is important to you in your frankly, video game, awesome. You need the PS Five. Gigantic deal to me for that sixty frames per second, buttery smooth, right? Right. You in no way an online gamer, right? You will be fine at your 4k visual settings you are going to enjoy the best look of it because you I, you don't have any games to play at 60 right now. You, is that a ps4 pro out there in your living room do you have a normal one or is it an extra tier up or is it a normal ps4 that you got with final fantasy 15 i'm trying to remember it was the final fantasy 15 collector edition so it's got the moon on it yeah exactly I so like, i don't think it's a pro i think it's just the ps4 see I, I think that too so unless it was a pro you weren't getting 60 frames per second. And even then, PS4 like had to try hard to hit these numbers. PS5, chews it up, spits it out. No issues. Load time, chew it up, spit it out. Yeah. Graphics, chew it up, spit it out on yeah. PS4 games. It's pretty awesome. So that being said, um, I talked about Sekiro getting the update. I talked about um, Deathloop. I played a little, little bit. Um, and yeah. let's talk about Diablo 2. Yes, let's. Diablo 2 Resurrected. They announced and released Diablo 2 yes. Resurrected. It's a remake. Does it feel old as shit? There's a legacy button that you can press. I got it on the PS5 because that's what runs my games the best right now. Right. Um, And there's a legacy setting you can turn on at any time, and it will change back to the original Diablo 2. Nice. It looks like horse shit. <laughs> Compare that good old 13 frames a second. Uh, it's bad. It's bad. Pixelated as shit. But, but I enjoyed my druid. <laughs> Dude, this game looks phenomenal the way they've upgraded it, but they did not change the game. They gave it visual fidelity. Sweet. And that is it. The sounds, all the same. The cutscenes. Uh completely retooled. The graphics completely just real as day. Nice. Good looking the way they need to be. So uh, it should be fun for you to get back on, even on PS4, because it is on PS4 if you wanted to get on and play with us. I'd be curious how it plays through a console. I've only ever played Diablo 2 through a uh, computer. It might be good to do that before you start Diablo 3, because you haven't started Diablo 3, correct? I did start Diablo oh, 3. okay. Did you beat it? No. Okay, fair. I'll, that's fine. Um, that's uh, so, you know what? Not fun right now. I'm gonna jump to Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> oh, fair enough. So for at least the way Diablo Three works, it is Diablo Three was definitely made with console in mind, and a right. lot of people didn't like the simplicity that came with it. Diablo Two was just not made that way, and it is not a remake. It's a remaster. It in a way, it's a remaster. You know, or and in the way, in a way, it's a remake. Because they really had to. They could not just upgrade what graphics they had. They did have to re-fucking make all the graphics. But they did not remake the game and the gameplay. So, while I play it, I do relish the gameplay of Diablo 3, which makes it a lot easier for a console player to play. Um, On console, it does not play optimally. Diablo 2. 
Okay. Diablo 2 just does not. It makes me wish I had the keyboard. Right. But that's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I don't yeah. need a keyboard. I don't need, you know, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Okay. Um. So I played um a lot of it so far we got to about act two i'm playing an assassin this time around trying to play a character other than barbarian and necromancer because necromancer is the way to play diablo 2 i'm sorry but druid's totally fair okay thank you druid's just fun it is yeah so really i think the biggest thing about like Diablo two resurrected is like, don't go back for new gameplay. This is the same game. Go back to relive it. Go back to feel the nostalgia. Hearing the music blows my fucking mind to hear it again and be playing that game at all to try to pick up a potion that I don't have space for. And it goes, and I hear that sound. You can hear it in your head right now. Can't you? It is kind of the coolest for that to happen, the graphics to work. And then sometimes I hold down L2 and press the center pad, and it switches back to what the game used to look like. Nice. And it's so cool um, to see the reflection of uh, myself in the blood of the puddles, the the fire to illuminate and smoke, smoke like nothing else. Fire and smoke on this fucking console. Oh, my God, do they look real as day. It's, I know, all I can do is sit here and talk about, like, over and over, like, man, this shit looks good. Well, it fucking does. And as they continue to unlock the potential of the hardware, it's only going to look better. It's only going to perform better and do literally everything we want it to do at once. Nice. You know, so there's, you know, a couple of things I kind of wanted to talk about before we get off. I remember upgrading my desktop to a six gigabyte hard drive. So that I could play Diablo 2. <laughs> That's so funny. That was the day. <laughs> they were the days. <laughs> when when our old ass computers could barely run. The, the, yeah. Yeah. They struggled with email. Thegamer.com. Article written by Jade King. Halo Infinite's launch won't be the same without campaign co-op. I agree. But... I was really hoping to just find an article that wasn't an opinion piece about it as much as just trying to figure out. Okay. Kotako here. uh, An article by Zach Zweizen. Forge and co-op will be added later on. Halo Infinite won't have a campaign co-op at launch. The reason I'm bringing this up, even though you you are not a diehard Halo fan, frankly, neither am I. But even you threw down on split screen in Blood Gulch. Did you not? I believe so. Yeah. I, I played through the campaign. With buddies? Alone. No. I, I When I first got Xbox, I got the Halo Special Edition Xbox. Yes, the green so, one. The green yes. Xbox. I've seen it on your shelf. Which is now in the care of my brother-in-law because he was like, can I get your original Xbox? And I was like, yeah, sure. Just let me have it back if you're done with it. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. So he's he's got it. It's in his hands at this point. But it came with Halo. Yeah. So the first game that I was playing on my Xbox, because I hadn't picked up Fable yet, uh-huh. was Halo. Right. And it was fun. It was fine. Did you have motion control, or sorry, motion sickness back yes, in the day I did. as well? Okay. I was just curious. It was nowhere near as bad as it was with, say, Wolfenstein 3D or... Um, Goldeneye, mm-hmm. but I went from I kind of went from Goldeneye to that. That helped. Okay, so uh, 
as far as this is concerned, and I guess you didn't play, the biggest thing for me is that when I played Halo, a large part of that experience, why it was most important to me, was doing the co-op campaign. Being able to sit down in a room with Joe, and we sit down and we play it split screen. Big deal. Right. Okay. Halo 5 did not have split screen co-op. Okay, fine. Frankly, as an adult, I didn't have time to sit down with people and play that anyway. Right. Halo Infinite. This is not split screen. Won't have campaign co-op. This is campaign co-op at all. Will not be available on Halo 6. Also known as Halo Infinite at launch. And it's... Then why play Halo? Boom! <laughs> this guy doesn't play Halo and he gets it! That, I mean, that... Well, no, I played the campaign and even I knew the appeal was campaign co-op. Yes. I was like, this would be way more fun with a buddy. Mm-hmm. This would be way more cool with a buddy. Yeah. At least one buddy. Yeah. I've got four fucking ports. This would be really fucking cool with three buddies. Yeah. <laughs> So they said to focus on the graphics fidelity of the the uh, game, they had to nix the campaign uh, co-op. I am, it's hard. I'm not a game developer. So how am I supposed to have an educated opinion of this? This is where it becomes hard where we say we're not professionals. I can say I took a game well, development class. Sure, but like, my best educated guess, this is the issue. I'm all for finish the fucking game if you need to finish the game. You know what I mean? Like, they delayed Halo, uh, Bioshock Infinite. And even, like, almost it's been almost a decade since Bioshock Infinite fucking came out. Oh, my God. Well, and, Did I just say that out loud? Yeah. I waited so long for that <laughs> fucking game. Here, here's the thing, and it goes back to what I was saying earlier. Yes. This is entirely dependent on what is important to you as a gamer. Yes. Okay, because yeah. let's face it, when Xbox and PlayStation launched, okay, and they went to Xbox 360, PS2, mm-hmm. okay? PS3. Or PS3, my apologies. What was the big battle there? I don't even remember. The big battle... When Xbox 360 it could be a plethora of PS3 over the years. launched, Xbox 360s were breaking down. The big deal was the format. One had HD DVD, mm-hmm. one had Blu-ray. Yes, and that was the big deciding factor type thing that was everybody it? was pushing at that time. I didn't have the money to spend. Okay. <laughs> I was a child, unfortunately. Leo was a child. Well, no, there was like there was the argument of HD DVD. Looks better, gives you better graphics and inter- integrity. Yes. This is the this yes. is the Rolls Royce. Yes, and PS3 was like Blu-ray is the path. This is the way. This is the superior graphics fidelity. This is the way we want to go. Yes. Boom. You know who still had their lunch there? Nintendo, because they didn't even fuck about in any of that. They said. Do you think our games are fun? We'll be all right. Uh huh. Okay. They know what's important to them as a gamer. Yes. They know what's important to their audience as gamers. Yes. Same thing with Xbox and PlayStation. 
they know what's important to their gamers. Seems like Xbox is slipping. Very much so. They're forgetting what's important to their gamers. Mm-hmm. Okay. And That's kind of true. To a degree, mm-hmm. so is PlayStation. Not fucking Nintendo. Well, Nintendo had a major slip up a few years ago with Wii U, but in in that defense, but yes, it's we're watching them make like, but you're right. They're making all these kinds of like trips and stumbles. Now, in fairness to Nintendo, I enjoyed the shit out of the Wii U. I have a Switch. I still play my Wii U. I still pull it out. I still power it up. I'm still playing Wind Waker on that bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. still playing Pikmin 3 on that bitch. Mm-hmm. I still enjoy this shit out of my Wii it U. It was a fine console, but Nintendo forgot that we like to play games. <laughs> and that was the big downfall Sure. So, and yeah, but no, you make it like just a spot on point with Xbox or at least 343 Industries as a whole. Um, because that's the 343 is what, who's making the game. Uh, 343 Industries. Yeah, if they're, if they're prioritizing the graphics over the gameplay, I'm sorry, you're doing it wrong. It's true, and that's the thing. They got shit on so bad for having an E3 demo last year and saying it was coming out this year. Their E3 demo looked like horse shit. Close-up graphics, not so good, and they said this is like a working build. This game did not look the way it needed to look on a console that they've been bragging is the most powerful console. They say it is more powerful than PS5, but Joe said with a little bit of research, he found out that the menus were in HD. PS5 came out, their menus were in fucking 4K. There was no issue with that. So, granted, menus versus games are like a whole different thing, but we have yet to see the offerings on Xbox Series X that you can't get anywhere else because it's been almost a year and they have no exclusives. Do they even have Xbox Series X in the marketplace? They have more than than uh, PS5 does because... No, a lot of people aren't buying a Series X for a good reason. <laughs> okay. For that reason, specifically, you know? So, um, just because it does not look that good. Granted, there's still things across the board that people need to catch up with in different ways and get their things, you know, all set up for. Now, um, Series X, uh, Xbox did not want to see that stagnancy, so they sold their console early anyway, and people can still go back and play games that played on the Xbox One X. And chew them up and spit them out on their Series X the way that PS5 spits out PS4 games. Okay. But to answer your question and the way these all look and the way developers need to catch up anyway is like at least that the games that come out, they're all third party if you're playing them on Series X. There's nothing you can't, you can, I'm trying to find the right way to phrase these words in front of each other. There is nothing that you can't get on Series X that you can get on PS5. I cannot say the same thing for the backwards right. way, which makes the PS5 that much more desirable. So, I mean, granted, there's a big old fucking conversation to be had over how Halo is messing this up, or in 343 Industries is messing that up. But it's good to, to know that, I mean, you are not nearly as into all of these conversations as I am. Right. That's why I bring them up to you. And you still had a heavy fucking like a straight up you you don't even fucking play Halo and you know that not having co-op campaign at launch is kind of a big deal. Well, because I know what's fun about Halo yeah. from hearing you talk about it. Yeah. From hearing any fan of Halo talk about it. I haven't played one Halo campaign by myself. From watching Red versus Blue on fucking <laughs> YouTube. Yeah. I get 
what the fun part is to Halo. And let me tell you, it's not the fucking graphics. <laughs> so if you're prioritizing graphics over gameplay, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. They said co-op will come out in a quarterly update in time. Forge, I could see coming out later because Forge is a totally like not important to story mode. That is not important to having a complete game. But I don't think I would be as mad if like if Halo or 343 Industries said from the start that it might be co-op eventually, but they want a single player game because that's how they want to tell their story then fine. You know what I mean? If it was an artistic decision to not have co-op in there, then I would support it 100%. I would pick up that game as soon as it came out to play it. Well, download it because I have Game Pass, uh, which is fucking amazing and a wonderful value. Um, probably the only reason they're selling series, selling series X is the way they are right now. But the unfortunate reality of it is that they this is clearly a blunder that they've made because they tried to release Halo not looking the way it needed to look on this generation. I don't know what they've been doing. I don't know. It's because they made the game from the ground up. So it's partially open world now. I don't know if it's because of the new elements they've introduced or what and how, but big issue. Um, not having that campaign co-op means I'm not going to play it. I think a lot of people aren't going to play it. In fact, I think the only people that are going to play it are the diehards that know every single thing about that Halo story. You know, Halo has enough fans that, you know, they might still see a splurge, but anything that was going to get, you know, anyone who's anything less than an absolute Halo nut to play this fucking game, I don't think is going to get them on this game. Right. I don't think so either. I really don't. I mean, it's... You can get campaign co-op on other games, correct? On other games? What do you mean? Like, there's. Are you saying just any other game in general, or past any first-person shooter? Yeah, that yeah. A lot of them have co-op. You can find a co-op real fucking quick. Right. Like yes, Far Cry. That is mm-hmm. the newest Far Cry. I'm guessing is a first-person shooter. It is, and it has campaign co-op. It does. That's like a game that has co-op as a staple. And what are you doing as a first-person shooter without co-op? I mean, there are plenty of first-person shooters worth playing, but those are incredibly story-heavy. Incredibly fucking story-heavy. Right. Borderlands 2 has that nice story that keeps me going. Mm -hmm. There's also co-op. There is co-op. Campaign co-op, maybe? I don't even know. So, I honestly can't see it as... This is, you know, an anecdote I was getting to earlier, and then we'll finish and wrap up. I don't work in the games industry. I don't. But I try to keep my ear to the ground. I try to be as knowledgeable as I can. Someone correct me if I'm fucking wrong. But I just don't feel like they prioritized correctly um, to have this working. I'm pretty sure that in the coding of video games, just... I've played with C-Sharp a little bit. I've seen how games are made from the ground up and the way they're designed and the way that they're put together. But the idea that you can't get it running to look good enough and have the co-op campaign really makes me feel like things were not prioritized correctly. I want to know. I want to speak to your manager. 
Well, <laughs> I am going. I want to pull a full Karen and, and speak to your manager because I want to know what's going on. Why? How? Here, here's my, here's my hypothesis on how this is going on and everything. Game developers are no longer listening to their fans because why would they? There's okay if you're Absolutely. online and you have an issue with a game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I you're probably going to go in very very constructive. Like these are the things that I do not like about this. Yes. These are the shortcomings of this game. Mm-hmm. Not this game is fucking stupid and its creator is a goddamn idiot for doing it like this. And I hope you all send them death threats. 90% of the feedback they get are the latter, not the former. Yes. They're they, getting, they get horseshit fucking they, feedback from okay. assholes. Yeah. So the general rule of thumb is if you are a content creator, do not go to the comments. Don't go to the comments. <laughs> Just don't. And the fact of the matter is, is that that is where these people are going to get the most valuable feedback is directly from their consumers mm-hmm. in the comments. Mm-hmm. But there is so much toxicity in the comments that nobody's going to fucking go there. Yeah, nobody's going to go there. It's not really a place for any kind of intelligent conversation. And that's what sucks the most. We'll have yeah. our own comment section. You know what I mean? As we continue to explode and people start getting interactive yeah. with things. This and is how if, we're going to grow. We should probably stay away from our own comment section. The, thing, <laughs> the, thing, the fact of the matter is that I'm going to go to the comments. But I'm going to skip over any personal insult. Yeah. I will just breeze right past them. Because anytime you go to a personal insult, you are not attacking the problem. You are attacking the person. It's true. If you want to make a valid, rational argument, attack the problem, attack not the, problem. the person. This, I mean, I'm not going to take it political. I swear I'm not going to take it political. But this is the major issue between the two political parties at this point is that one group is trying to attack the problem and the other group doesn't know how to attack the problem, so they attack the person. And I'm talking about both groups. It's true. Yeah. So, I mean, you're 100% correct. I think I think that, you know, in due time, Halo will come out with co-op and I'll play it. And I think they're going to see a gigantic rise in players. Um, I really hope it affects their business dealings in the way that whatever they did logistically to say it's coming out this winter looking the way it was, which was not good. And um, maybe it was in co-op at the time, but I don't understand how you go from it's coming out this winter to delayed an entire year and missing features. That just tells me it needed to be like even longer, which means maybe they're getting pressure from like their execs. And you know what? If you're at 343 Industries and you are like fucking like going nuts trying to get this fucking game made, I apologize. I'm so sorry. I don't know what's going on, but there's clearly some kind of like logistical error with however, whatever timeline is working and how um, I'm looking forward to playing your game. And thank you for the effort you've put into it. But I won't be playing it until, well, that co-op's in there and I can play with my buddies. Right. Well, and that's kind of the. hmm. (laughs) All right. So let's say that Halo Infinite drops tomorrow with campaign co-op. Okay, the game looks beautiful, except any body of water is just blue. There is no texture. There is no motion. It is just a field of color blue. That's it. There's no movement or anything. Everything else there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can mm-hmm. see the reflection of yourself in the enemy's helmet as you're aiming at them. 
It looks great, but yeah. any body of water is just a solid blue. You picking up that game? You said it has co-op campaign in it? It has campaign co-op in it. Yes. Okay. Now. I would, though. <laughs> I could get over that. Right. Now, game's released, no campaign co-op, but you can see the fucking fish beneath the water and your reflection because the graphic is so fucking crisp and clear and beautiful and everything. Everything about this game looks perfect. You can see the sheen on your gun as you're looking at it. You can see the sheen of your gun in the reflection of the Aaron Amy's helmet, but there is no campaign co-op. And this is Halo? This is Halo. No. All right, then. I just don't want to. I think that kind of solves it up. Thanks for uh, <laughs> be- right. beating that to death with a uh, wet noodle with me. Folks, this has been Excitement Inc. I'm Daniel. I'm Rich. Go to patreon.com slash excitement inc. And uh, maybe subscribe so we can get a better camera. Yes. This, this webcam sucks. Yes. We want to give you that crisp, clear detail. We really do. And campaign co-op. And campaign co-op. Oh, <laughs> so <up>. give us money. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thanks.